Hey everyone, this is Jock Sampson, and if you ain't listening to Wrestling Cheers Podcast, you are a low-down piece of shit. And if you don't listen to it, I'm going to come to your house, and I'm going to beat up your entire family, and especially your grandmama. Listen, or burn in hell. Taking your way in the world today takes everything you got. Taking a break from all your worries sure would help a lot. And welcome back to Wrestling Cheers, where everybody knows your name, even if you don't show up because of a, quote, travel ban, unquote. But this is Wrestling Cheers on the Brand New Trending Topics Network, where we like to talk about things going on in the Northeast Ohio independent wrestling scene, mainly shows such as AIW, which we will be concentrating on this week for a review of AIW's Hell, not Hell on Earth, why did I say Hell on Earth? Rulers of the World, which happened over this last weekend. Uh, please rate, review, and subscribe to Wrestling Chairs on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn, YouTube, Spotify, and Podbean, wrestlingchairs.podbean.com. If you want to get a hold of us, contact info. We're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, facebook.com slash wrestling cheers, twitter.com slash wrestling cheers, instagram.com slash wrestling cheers, and email if you so choose to desire wrestling cheers at gmail.com. And like I said, we will be going over AIW's rulers of the world. And who am I? I am your host. I am heavy set, and I'm being joined by this time, hopefully not fidgeting with his mic, but necessarily wasn't his problem last week which we can get into, we have Ed Battis. Yo, yo, yo. Yeah. What's up? You sound a whole lot better. Yeah, not using headphone, well, using a different headphone mic is a yeah. little step up. And then, since last week, I mean, you're sounding better. I mean, I don't know how I sound. I'm in a, I'm in my new apartment in my well, spare bedroom slash man cave slash studio slash office. So I'm, I'm really excited for this setup, and that's actually... On a, on a side note, has changed a lot of my mixer settings, which I'm actually somewhat happy about because there was always a, which nobody really heard this end of it. There was always this like humming noise under the final mm-hmm. recording that I would do. I mean, I, I could easily edit it out, but I could tell the little effects of taking it out. Like there's, there's always almost little metallic sounds every so once in a while, as I call them. But now when I plug this in, there seems to be any of that problem. But I don't know how well I sound on this mic, so just forewarned. Anyway, let's talk about Rulers of the World, and I guess the first thing we have to mention, the first thing we have to talk about, is the no-show by Sid. I, I, I'm like halfway surprised, but then I'm halfway, yeah, that makes a lot of sense, and yeah. How did, how did you feel about it? I was bummed. Uh, I'm a big mark for all the old uh, guys coming through, so not seeing him was like kind of a bummer i at least wanted to get a photo and whatever with him and i actually lost four dollars on the whole thing by going out and buying a softball for him to sign but then his replacement signed it and it was much uh more hilarious than if mr idui or however it goes 
signed it. So it was whatever. I was looking forward to it, but they made the best of it. And I think the match was a lot more fun than it would have been. I mean, technically, Sid saved me a little bit of money. I'm not a huge Sid Mark, but I'm I love the like the new generation era. Mm-hmm. So like him just kind of I'm like, all right, cool. Like you're not my favorite, but I'll get a picture with you. I'll get a, I'll get an autograph. Fine. Let's let's do this. So when the news came out that he wasn't going to show, I was like, oh, well, that's money that I don't have to spend. Yeah, I think it saved me like 25 bucks if they were going to do the whole uh, 2020 for for uh, 20 for an autograph, 20 for a uh, photo with him mm-hmm. and then charge you 30 for for the deal. So I only spent five bucks and then got got the brother price on the photo. So it's all it's all good. I was also very happy I saved that money because I didn't have that money until I drove Uber later that night. So, and then I think I only spent I spent ten dollars because of a side note. Uh, Might be something I should talk about, but it's fine. It's 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 me being a complete asshole. Uh, I was trying to get Ethan Page's attention for because there was that huge uh, picture of baby Jesus. Yeah, they had. I was trying to get his attention, but look, it's your baby picture because of the whole thing a couple years ago of right, right, him right. being Jesus. Because I, I actually just recently rewatched the Kenny Johnson documentary. I was like, mm-hmm. it's like came up on my YouTube. I was like, fine, I'll fuck, I'll sit down and rewatch this. So I was gonna make a comment to him, and I was like, Ethan didn't say anything. Page nothing. Then I said his real name. Oh, he heard it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He 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 wasn't happy about that, and I was like, to apologize. I'm like, I'll buy a DVD. Just try to save face for myself so that was ugh. yeah about that but that's hilarious though yeah i try not to do that even if i do know their name except for one that i think I've, i might have mentioned before and that's fontaine right like we have fun because our, our we have the same first name and I right th- i think even back during the the pwo prime wrestling days when he had a feud with justin labar he had a some sort of comment in a promo or something where he's like you're in like disgrace to anyone with the name Justin, and I should know. <laughs> so I've always loved that aspect to him, but that's that's pretty much it. Anyway, right? Yeah, Sid. It, it, yeah, like I said, it sucks, but I think the biggest thing that came out of it, or I was having a conversation, I should say, with someone during the show who was DMing me, questioning me about the whole Sid thing. And I was like, yeah, like fans weren't too upset. There was a couple, but I, I have a feeling the bigger cancellation, if it were to happen, not necessarily for this show, but if all of a sudden Emma. Uh, Tennille Dashwood was like, no, I can't show. Like, that would be a huge backlash. And did, did you hear anybody who was upset about the whole situation? Nope. Nope. Not at all. I only... Maybe a little bit bummed, but they knew that they weren't upset at, at like, Thorne or anything. They were just like, oh, well, fuck Sid. Well, no, I mean, there was... I know there's, there was a portion of the crowd. I don't know how much. That came first Sid and only Sid. Oh, well. Yeah, I mean, that that's kind of my thoughts, too. Like, oh, well. But as I, I was getting to the building and I was going inside, there were some people s- standing outside talking. And they were like, well, there has to be some sort of replacement for Sid. Bret Hart, Shawn Michaels, somebody <laughs> other he, than Hornswoggle. All these guys that he wrestled with in, in 1995 have to be replacing him. One of those guys. Yeah, that, that was kind of my thing. <laughs> Like, Were they? Did they have some of fucking Kellery's weed or some shit? Like Jesus Christ, are they that delusional? Something. Even Kellery's not. I don't think that bad. Yeah. It's. But I think it was someone who showed up because of Sid. I don't know necessarily their background of how much independent wrestling or AIW they know, but the main reason they showed up was gone. Which I can only imagine. Like the times that I met Brett and Sean, if they weren't there, 
how I would have felt because neither of them were in the state of Ohio. I met mm-hmm. Brett in Indiana and Shawn Michaels in Philly. And if I showed up that day and they were like, yeah, they're not, they're not here. If it was something like legitimate, like I remember with Steen, uh, the one show he had to back out of because his wife had their, their daughter. That's right. Fine. I mean, that's like, that's fine. But if it's quote travel ban, quote unquote, like shut the fuck up. Yep. Like I probably would have been livid for Brett and Sean, but probably especially Sean because I drove on the other side of fucking Philly. I mean, other side of Pennsylvania to Philly. I've never met Sean, unfortunately, and I was a Sean guy growing up. So suck it. Oh, so I, I did something cool that you didn't do. Uh, yeah, sure. I I worked with Brett for photos for ARW, so I did that. Um, uh, yeah, stuff, words. <laughs> but yeah, I don't. Um, hopefully, most fans ended up enjoying themselves. Uh, and that hopefully we'll they'll be back. I mean, hopefully, I I I thought the show was decent. I'm going to have a slightly jaded grade on the show only because I had a tooth pulled that day. Right. And I was in a little bit of pain or just, I should say discomfort. I still had a good time. It's just, oh, it just fucking hurt. My painkiller, not painkiller, my Tylenol was wearing off. Uh, The numbing was, had already started to wear off too. It's just, uh, just total discomfort. So there was a miserable aspect for me that night. Yeah, you seem fine from when I when I would look over. So, well, here's the fun thing. I mean, most of the show I would be somewhat normal, maybe not yelling as much, maybe trying to shut up Kenny Wang. Mm-hmm. But when it got to the main event, I started to say fuck it. <laughs> yeah. And oh, you mean like the rest of the crowd? I was saying fuck it as, and I was going crazy. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> it, somebody was, I guess that's 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 how it goes. Well, let's get into this this card match by match really quick. Start with quite the opening match because I think I wouldn't be surprised if I know there was a couple match changing like a order an order change because mm-hmm. Ethan I know Ethan Page for example was late like he showed up I think not that long before his match. Yeah, he was definitely late because to me this didn't feel like an opening match. Could be just me. Lewis Linden versus Filthy Tom Lawler. And uh, Filthy Tom Lawler won via Styles Clash. Yep, his his current finish, that the reverse into the strongman's Styles Clash and in, in uh, the way that he uh, initiates it by doing, I think he does like a gut-wrench deadlift kind of Cesaro style, or or he'll get out of something and then go into it. So, mm-hmm. What do you think about this match? You're a huge uh, Tom Lawler guy. I'm a huge Tom Waller guy, but I'm not as much a a Linden guy. So, but other, but I thought it was okay. Um, I might have been distracted a little bit during it and not paying attention as much as I should have been. But it was what it was, and filthy went over, which is all I cared about. It's something that we've talked about for past couple shows now. Do you think this we're getting to the point of in 2018? Filthy Tom Lawler is going to be a champion, whether it be Absolute or Intense, Gauntlet for the Gold, Jaylet. There's something that's going to happen for Filthy Tom Lawler. Oh, I guarantee it. I there, it has to happen. There's no other reason why not why it wouldn't happen. Just on so many levels, it has to happen. Um, I would try to think which one it would be. I mean, at the same time, like I I would actually I would go with a um I'm trying to think of the tag team that it oh god what was it called. Two dudes with attitude style, where he gets tag titles with either 
Tracy Willi- Tracy Williams or with Dom. Yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking. And the other guy gets the and he wins absolute title. And the other guy gets the intense title. That's so, how I book it. So a clean sweep. Yeah, two dudes with attitudes. Then they could get uh, some MMA girl to be there or some jits girl to be their uh, valet, and she she wins the women's title since there's nothing happening there besides <laughs> an MMA girl holding it. <laughs> <laughs> when you were like, oh, they should get MMA girl, I'm like, oh, you mean the MMA girl that's already a champion? Yeah, she shows up and and, te- and teams up with them, so then it, it just happens. And then she never relinquishes the title, so it, there you go. You got your stable. <laughs> Maybe they could get in Jessica Evil Eye. Uh, she's probably a little too high for it. <sighs> she, I don't know. I'm curious about this. She did do a, a wrestling show recently, and I actually had to text her like, "Why the fuck didn't you tell me?" Right. But then right. again, it, I've never been to the company that she went to. Yeah. And, and I'll just openly throw it out there. I I question how long they're going to last. I'm not saying they're going to close, but I don't know. I've heard good well, things and I've heard bad things. No, you go with the idea that. Well, and yes, I'm an AIW mark currently, but as we've stated before, prior to that, prior to me coming back, I was a Firestorm guy and was very vehemently against AIW and hated everything about it. Sounds nothing and, like you. Yeah, no, not at all. Uh, but there's no... Everybody just dies off. All the other companies die off. They're, AIW is just the one that stands tall. So mm-hmm. we'll see what happens. I mean, I didn't even think in Cleveland there was only one true competitor ever to happen. But even that was somewhat jaded only because i mean not even i mean i, I was around for firestorm i can't say that I should say it since mm-hmm. i've been around there's only been one and i think the only reason the advantage the other one had is it had tv yeah that's it and that's in, that was instant exposure there were people who knew of aaron not because of aiw but because of you know pwo prime yeah but when that went went away there there went the co- that quote competition right and then there were always supposed to be ones that were going to step into their time uh also and that never happened so what is on a side note i always love it when wrestlers wrestle at other organizations and do something different mm-hmm. i always liked what fontaine did i always liked what eric did actually when i learned that eric ryan was cursed i went what that's crazy i love it and then i think i'm not 100 percent sure because i don't get to watch him as much it seems like magnum ck differs a little from company to company i've only seen him here mm-hmm. I've seen tidbits because I know he tagged with Jock for a while. Okay. The Mega Flowers. Gotcha. Yeah. So anyway, let's move on to the unannounced tag match, which was a pleasant surprise to most fans. Eric Ryan and Bobby Beverly, the young studs versus a brand new tag team in AIW, Mance Warner and Sean Schultz with the Duke. And the, the Duke said that this is the best team money can buy. I made the joke as he went right after he said that that I'm like, oh, Duke ain't making Duke's down to making only uh, four figures now, huh? <laughs> That's good. Yeah, I I like the tag team because I I want to say I've talked about just having Sean Schultz and Mance Warner in the same conversation, maybe like in a match, but you put them together, I I, I like it, and I think it's funny because you have a portion of the audience that really love Mance Warner. But they hated Sean Schultz, and so right. and so many people oh, hate the Duke. Who would be an asshole like that? 
What to hate a wrestler? Uh, to to hate on Schultz. I don't know who's what kind of asshole is there. Why do you? Oh, hate, do you hate yeah, John Schultz too? I can't. I can't stand Schultz. What, what's he, your issue with him? He bores me to death. Just he's he's Tyson Dukes 2.0. You didn't like Tyson Dukes? Not at all. I like Tyson. Dukes. Not not in the least bit. The only person that has that's like a low key person that I like is hot sauce tracy williams he's he's the only one that like that does that like i i like like that almost that lance storm like i like charisma type stuff but but his work rate gets over with me because he works a style that i absolutely love rather than just um ak uh aki guy from from fucking nwo world tour or whatever w wcw versus nwo Mm -hmm. like it's just it he's just both Dukes and um, Schultz are just their generic wrestler guy, and it, they just bore me to death. I don't give a fuck. N- nobody around me cares any shit at all about Schultz. Um, so putting them together does actually get. Yeah, I, I now that you say it, I do think that it, that's a good thing because a lot of us like Nance so much mm-hmm. that it'll be trickle down economics towards schultz yeah so yeah the thing that i like about schultz has nothing really to do with his wrestling ability he looks like a weaselly motherfucker well like yeah, it's it's it's, it's, his, it's his eyes okay he, he has these weaselly eyes so when he comes out and he's you know playing a bad guy i believe it i can see that i don't know because i'm usually nose deep in my uh phone during his matches so yeah in their debut, Mance Warner and Sean Schultz won via roll-up. And the side note, the thing that I love about this team, too, everybody hates Schultz, but like I said, everybody hates the Duke, too. Maybe maybe somewhere down the road we see Mance versus Schultz. But okay. I, I, I do like the idea of putting these three together and seeing where it goes, especially the Duke. Like, Oh, I, the best thing about the Duke was he just came in out came out uh, holding a stogie in his mouth, and I'm like, that's awesome. Like that was that was my favorite thing about the match, actually. Definitely. Next. Next match, and th- this is uh, a, a tough one to explain, or a, I should say, fun one. Did you, did you catch what I did before this whole thing started? Steve Guy announced that this was going to be a six-man tag match before any groundwork was laid. Because what? I oh wait, the next match was Doctor Dan, Brian Carson, and Gregory Iron dressed. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Dressed as yeah, Sid yeah, yeah. versus Thrash Justice, or not Thrash, Matt Justice, reading his Twitter handle. Yeah. Dick Justice and E. Sid 3 Justice. No, E. That's that's what we said, uh, but exactly what uh, Steve Guy said was, or what Hutter said, sorry, E. C. 3 said, was E. Justice 3. E. Justice 3. That's what it, that's what they said. Okay. Yeah. But, but yeah, I, I, well. But before anything happened, Steve Guy announced this is the six-man tag match. Out comes Dr. Dan, Brian Carson. They cut a promo. Out comes Gregory Iron, dressed as Sid. He does uh, his own Sid impression. Out comes Dick Justice. Out comes Matt Justice. Then out comes E Justice 3. Right. Yeah, it was really weird. But weird fun. to me. But, but fun? I mean, I, I did want to see Matt Justice... Oh no! I'm, I was saying the the weird thing was how he announced yeah. the six man. Yeah, I thought the I thought the match was awesome. It was fucking amazing. I like seeing uh, Greg in AIW whenever he gets a chance. And we haven't seen him since Absolution, and I feel like EC3 is always welcome. And Rex Brody, P- 
posted a video of the reaction on uh, Facebook, which I thought was kind of cool. Like there was a lot of like get a lot of genuine reactions of people like, oh my god, like EC3. I'm good. He's been around more than others, but he still gets a decent reaction when he just randomly shows up. Right. Well, it's also he's a star, so he gets that that star pop. I mean, he was obviously a star that night because his line made the show. His line at intermission after the match made the show go much later than it was supposed to because he was signing Sid 8x10s as Sid, well, as e Justice 3 for 5 bucks a pop. And so, uh, and I was saying that's awesome that he's getting this big of a line because he just had a, a decent-sized line um, a few months ago when he came in. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, all these people are, most most of these people are returning uh fans that are still getting another photo with them so but back to the match back to the match uh the justices won via jackknife powerbomb yep and and uh well and uh double choke slam and double choke slam yeah to the others yeah it was it was awesome all all uh e justice ej3 did was a uh was the choke slam i think maybe he maybe did a choke slam and a and a powerbomb and that was it Oh, but he the best spot was well, there are two great spots. So one is and I have I have photos of him, uh he went up to the top rope and oh uh, first well first of all actually he tried to enter the ring by going over the top rope with the uh like the diesel or the Sid over the top rope leg yeah. over and uh he couldn't do it, obviously. So then he just went through the middle and it was hilarious. Then he went to the top rope for a move while uh, Greg was laying down on the ground, uh, down on the mat. And uh, uh, the other two justices got in the ring and, like, waved him off because they didn't want EJ3 to <laughs> come to the fate that uh, asshole Sid had done 20 years previously and break his uh, his leg in half my and my, it was my favorite tweet for the night from my own personal account was break a leg tonight sid yeah it's a picture of him breaking a leg yep yep it was fun lots of fun question i'll ask you that i i, I asked on twitter and i don't know if you you've seen it on it was on wrestling cheers who was worse sid or davy richards yeah i've only seen katie get really pissed off about davy and i've only seen him cancel a few times I thought, so, I thought he, like, back in, like, 2011, 2012, he was doing it a lot. Because he, I, there was, like, two AIW shows I thought he no-showed on. Okay. I wasn't around then, so I don't know. Oh, okay. That's right. She's, uh, End of the World was one of them. Okay. And then, so, I, I forgot what the other December, one was. So, this time, five years ago then, probably, right? It was probably December, mm -hmm. a December show for my, the End of the World thing. Yeah. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Huh. I know there was another one I can't remember, and I don't remember if he canceled early or late. Then there was, there was a bunch of other ones that he quote got unquote got uh, double booked, right, or something. And like I know one of them was like in England, and that was really big that he was getting booked there, and he I think he canceled it. See, so he's already he already did this to AIW before then. I uh, don't quote me, but I, I, well, I know just, I know he's had he's had a reputation of it. Well, too. you just said that he did it for End of the World. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He did it for that one. Yeah, but I don't I don't think he did before then. But I thought he did after, and then okay. somewhere around there too, there was history of him doing it to other promotions. Right. Gotcha. That's what I would say. Like, wh 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 who's worse? 
because I feel like right. Davy Richards was that was it was pretty much his job for the long time to be an independent wrestler. So mm-hmm. that's something that he should do. And Sid, at the same time, he's you know former WWE guy, but he shouldn't be trying to fuck people over. Right. That's why I ask like who's worse. Fresh, I say Sid. After a while, I don't know, but right. Sid would have to make a lot of bookings. But I don't, I don't know how many he actually makes. I'm not saying he cancels. I yeah, I don't see him booked much, so I'm not really sure. I don't see my other flyers or anything. All right, move on to the next match. And I want to say this was where we had intermission. So we, we got an intermission, and then we had this match. The To Infinity and Beyond open challenge for the AIW Tag Team Championship. And it was answered, partially called here, Hornswoggle and PB Smooth. Yep, I have called it. And I, and I, I think I would say I two thirds to three quarters called it because Mm -hmm. the idea that I had of my tag team of high and low was Swoggle and Sid. So I called Swoggle the little midget. I have no fucks to give. I need to just He said it's cool. Exactly. Exactly. And a tall guy. So this guy did it. <clears throat> and after a long rain that we talked about last week is now over your new AIW tag team champions PB Smooth and Hornswoggle as a tribute to who? I believe Chandler Biggins. Yep, he had an idea of having them do something back in the, uh earlier this year, maybe last year and uh whenever Swoggle started working where they had up and uh so this was an homage of sorts or whatever to uh to the big guy, which I think is very cool. I'm just glad that it's off of um, the Toy Story rejects. <laughs> My question is: Is what's taller, Hornswoggle or the tag title length? Length. Hmm. I'm saying Swoggle, just because. I mean, I could let me pull up the photos. I got. But yeah, I think Swoggle would be. But yeah, it was it was pretty sweet. And uh, I know Swaggle is super stoked that it that it happened. He was very grateful of it. So I wonder what other titles he's held. I mean, I'll look it up at some point while we're talking. And uh, but yeah, it was pretty sweet. Speaking of Hornswoggle, did you go to the comedy show or no? No, I did not. I did not. There were a lot of people went because I'd seen pictures and check-ins all throughout uh, Facebook that day. I thought it was kind of cool, mainly because I mean I I like. The local comedy scene, having Hornswoggle do that, which I heard was like a you know big dream of his, and getting business to that comedy club, I'm all, I'm all for. Right. Uh, I didn't go because I live like an hour, hour and twenty minutes away. But I mean, some people that are talking on this podcast do not live that far away, so I don't know. Oh, no. Some people, some people could go. They just didn't. Now I live in the same... I couldn't have gone. Why couldn't you have gone? Um, because I had to work. By the time I got home, it was like about 10 o'clock, I think. And what time did he go on? I don't know. Excuses. But then again, I did have to get up the next day to get my tooth pulled. Excuses. Now now <laughs> I live in the same city as the comedy club. Too bad it didn't happen I... this week. Okay, so I'm looking at pictures of the strap... <sighs> I think it's probably close. head to toe, probably about the same. If he if he extends his arms, uh, Swaggle's bigger. So there's that. Okay. But on the other end, 
uh, just one arm length is about how big the title is for PB. <laughs> so, yeah. Interesting. Interestante. But, yeah, I'm pretty happy about it. Speaking of uh, this area, I don't know if we talked about this or not. What are your thoughts and feelings on AIW's running in Akron in March? I'm all for it. Okay. I don't care. It's just, it's pretty much exactly the same amount of time that I would have to that would it would take me anyways. I think you meant, you did mention that on Twitter. Yeah, when I was talking about. Yeah, it. I yeah, I'm all good. I don't care. I can go to Swenson's. Everybody can fuck off and just stop their bitching and go to Swenson's and have a real burger. Mm. Everybody, everybody creams about going to the eat to the West Coast to get uh, in and out, and you can avoid your uh, your little scripture on the bottom of the cup and and go to Swenson to get a real burger. That's not overrated. <laughs> Is that why you don't like getting a burger? No, 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 no. I found out about that later, and, and it uh, it really it it just cemented my mm-hmm. disdain. No, I had uh, so I have a. You're all about sidetracking the podcast yeah. on this show. Um, so I think I was probably four years old. So way back in uh, fucking like eighty eight, eighty nine. Uh, Grandpa talking here. Uh, um, I went to visit my half sister in California. We went to In and Out. I had In and Out. I remember it being amazing. I came back home. I never had a burger again until. I was like 18 and in college, and so I held In-N-Out really high. Then I went to Vegas probably about four or five years ago, had In-N-Out. The In-N-Out that was actually in front of an undisclosed building, that building being the uh, the Zufa building, a.k.a. the UFC headquarters. Okay. Like, it shares the same parking lot, uh, but just tiny two-story building It was where it was. Um had it thought it was just an average burger i also don't i'm also a true fat guy where i don't eat any vegetables so there weren't any veggies on it or anything it was just probably a cheeseburger maybe i don't know some sauce of some sort on it mm-hmm. and i was just like yep this is overrated shit and we had to wait like a while to get in so yeah you can just go fuck off all eats if you want to say that it's fast food and you have to compare another burger that has to be fast food to it i would go with a swenson's otherwise you can go with five guys and you can tell them to also fuck the fuck off because five guys is phenomenal in that comparisons i'm not a huge fan of five guys oh i love it like i i, I think it's good but i feel like it's very average I like the, I mean I've only I think I've only that. had it twice in my life and I'm a I love burgers and I've never been like oh I'm dying for a, a freaking Five Guys burger and I think it's funny because I had a I've asked this question I think on Facebook twice or uh, these two questions I mean once each and that's what's your favorite wing place and what's your favorite burger place and there's a friend of mine who you would somewhat get along with is he an asshole. And the atheist, yes. Uh, but anybody who wrote five, well, he wrote anybody who wrote five guys. He was like, oh my God, five guys is overrated. It sucks, blah, 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 blah. Then we got to the wing portion, like so long later. And he said, BW3s. And I'm like, the five guys places, the five guys of wings. Because <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, I, you, I'd say, I would even say more of McDonald's of wings just because it's, it's, they're so more prevalent than a five guys is i'm saying because he was saying that they're overrated right right and i'm right. just like yeah i think freaking bw3s is overrated i haven't been to b-dubs in a long time uh 
I also don't think care much for Quaker Steaks wings. Mm, I, love I Quaker just wings. I just had a uh, wing stop uh, twice recently, and it, that was those were pretty solid because they I like my wings um, extra crispy, so they were they accommodated my my taste, even though they should have way more fucking sauces. Fucking amateur hour with the, how many sauces they have. That's the thing with me. It's it's sauces. Like I know Happy Moose is a pretty good restaurant in there. I know there's one in Menor and one in Streetsboro. They got some yeah, pretty, the, pretty good wings. Happy Moose, the old uh, those cleats, and then it, before that it was uh, a Hooters and Menor. I knew there's a Hooters and Menor. I had an ex that lived right around that area, and I remember when I dated her, which was like 2000 and freaking six that there was a hooters up in that area and then i was back there like years later i'm like where the fuck the hooters go that's where it went it is now happy moose they had bad service when i went to try to get in there for ufc so fuck them and i think they were they were holding priority over the osu game uh over ufc and i'm like fuck these people it's the same shit that i went through in college when when me and my friends lived in dorms and in the dorms you couldn't get pay-per-views because you didn't have cable and they're really and it was before really you could order them online um so we would go up and we were watching the royal rumble and all these assholes would be like oh yeah we gotta keep the the football game on it's playoffs i'm like no you fucking watch that on goddamn tv in the fucking uh county for free because it's on regular tv Mm-hmm. Before, way before the ESPN bullshit. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, no, we're here. We actually had to pay to get in, which was actually illegal. Um, we had to pay to get in to see to watch wrestling, and they were like, oh, no, no. my same goes for uh, for me seeing UFC at, at Happy Moose. I am seeing it there because they're ordering it. I don't want to watch a fucking goddamn football game that's on every chan that's on a regular channel. Yeah, can fuck off. So yeah. Um, but yeah, Wingstop was good. Uh, if you're in Lakewood and you're there during the week, or if you're there for a concert, the Foundry, uh, concert club and, um, restaurant, their wings are amazing. I think they've been, they've been like featured in articles in like scene magazine or cleveland.com or something. And, uh, my, my dude, uh, Trevor's the head chef and he, I think he has probably like 30 sauces and all the sauces are like three different things. So it's like Buffalo, um, cran apple, uh, oil. I don't know. Fuck it. It's all a bunch. They're all a bunch of things and they're amazing. Mm-hmm. So I highly check, uh, recommend checking out there. Yeah. Wednesdays they have like, I think like maybe $6 for six bucks for a pound or something like that they have a real good deal in it and it's it's the shit too so and their taco tuesday is awesome to dollar tacos so but yeah that's my shit speaking of tacos last sidetrack because we're going way off topic way 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 off topic we're going off topic off topic off topic uh have you ever had taco john's yes i had it in college uh, I only went there a handful of times even though I was in college for a long time uh, but I liked it when I would go there's now one on my route every day right around, oh god I think it's it's a little south of Mansfield I forget the exact town that's in a truck stop okay yeah Taco John's was solid they do a lot with potatoes there yeah they uh-huh. I ordered because what did I ordered I ordered a taco 
I felt it was very ordinary. Mm-hmm. The other one was like, oh my God, this is the best taco ever. I'm like, okay, it's okay. But I also got um, chicken quesadilla. Mm-hmm. That fucker was fucking amazing. Like compared to Taco Bell, I'll take Taco John's quesadilla, chicken quesadilla any day. And then they added like your, their version of like, quote, fries was these little round hash browns or yeah, little they're almost. Kind of tater- I remember them as tater totty. Yeah, they're tater, like tater, a tater tot hash brown. They're, I call them hash brown because they're almost like Burger King's hash browns that are right, more, right. more that kind of a tater tot circle hash brown, not exactly a McDonald's bigger hash on brown. A t- now, on a tangent of a tangent of a tangent, we're getting fucking inception in this bitch. <laughs> uh, on the hash brown game, nobody's ever going to beat McDonald's. That's for sure. But yeah. I, and then on the other flip side of that, I've had like free ones or whatever. I've ordered some from Sheets, and I'm a big Sheets guy. And uh, their hash browns could fuck off because I think they have onion in their hash brown, and I can't stand it. Ugh. There's some aftertaste that I can't stand. I think it's onion. I've said it before. I prefer Gecko over Sheets. Yeah, it's because you're fat. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, I mean... I'm a true fat guy like Gecko, okay. <laughs> um, I'm partial to Sheets because one of my best friends is a higher up there. And I like their food. And I'm with Greg and uh, and Andy Williams from Eaton on, on the Sheets, Pro Sheets thing. Plus, I, I've ate there like four days in a row once because I'd be going out to shows or whatever. And then I just come home and I can come home either two ways back to where I live in Madison. Mm-hmm. I can go route two to 20 and there's a sheets right there, or I go swing her all the way around and go 90 home. And, uh, so yeah, I stop at sheets all the time. It's the, uh, if you do go to a sheets and you are a turncoat against gecko, I highly, highly, highly suggest getting their, um, their grilled cheese, uh, I just had it, it recently. Is, what's that? I just had it recently. I had it after the uh, the Menor show. And what'd you think? It was all right. Yeah. Well, uh, here's the thing. I I'll eat. You got it. I'll eat. You, wait one sec. Do you like uh, Do you like mayo? Yeah. I do cheddar American and then mayo, and that's it. And it the mayo gives it this little sour bite, and it's 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 amazing. I'll give it Especially a try. for two bucks, you can't can't beat it. Yeah. Also, you're a turncoat because you could have gone to Gecko, even though you, it, it's also in that area well it's not in that area is it a down ge- by... is it a gecko kitchen because yes that's a i thing. think it's a big gecko yes yeah it's right across from from the sheets that's actually and and down like barely down the road from from where uh the aforementioned hooters was oh god i don't go that route i don't go, drive past well that. no but you go you come here and you get off at six fifteen, or you get off at 306 and you go north if you just went south instead of getting right back on the highway, there's the get-go and a sheet's right across from it. So it's right there. It's not It's not out of the way at all. Mm-hmm. It's right there. So, yeah. I mean, I, I'll eat Wawa. I'll eat Sheets. I'll eat get-go. But if I'm have to rank them, it's get-go number one, Sheets number two. I'll admit I like Wawa for two reasons. Well, things that I've liked from Wawa, not that I like them. They have a barbecue cheesesteak. I love anything barbecue. I love cheesesteak. So it's fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. And they offer sizes for their macaroni and cheese. If she said, okay. oh, we're going to offer a large 
macaroni and cheese instead of just the little dinky size that they give you. I'd be like, oh my god, that's amazing. I don't. I'm a big mac and cheese mark, and I don't think that Sheets' is mac and cheese is anything three worthwhile. Ma- three cheese mac and cheese. Yeah, I love the three cheese mac and cheese. It's whatever they could if they could uh, reproduce Stouffer's for me, I'd, I'd be all down. But their regular shit is just basic for me. Um, I'm trying to think. I don't think I've ever been to a Wawa. I mean, also the cookies and cream milk, if they have it, is important. Like I remember going to Philly, and that's like the main thing I wanted. And there's a sh- uh, Wawa right by the arena. It had cookies and cream milk. I was happy, and then I was trying to get cookies and cream milk on my way out. Turns out the one that I stopped at was all out. I was so pissed. Fun. Back to what I was talking about. <laughs> Like that, not even like this was even going off topic originally of about how people are talking about Akron. If you go onto AIW's Facebook page, there's people bitching that there's going to be a show in Akron. There was one person that was like, "Oh, like this is so dumb." And you know, we had a uh, one fan. Uh, I think it's uh, Stacy. He was like, "You know, you know, so like, what's your problem with?" He's like, "Well, yeah, this is that's ten I'm ten minutes down the road, not forty five minutes." It's like, oh. Poor you! You have to drive forty-five fucking minutes to a show. And there's like there's another fan that I I've seen his face. I didn't even know his name until I seen this Facebook post. And I think he commented and wrote "boo." And I'm like, really? Yeah. I I've lived in the Akron area ever since being an AEW fan. Mm-hmm. And I've driven damn near an hour. Actually, where I lived in uh, I lived in Ravenna. It was like an hour to Lakewood, and it was an hour to Menor. So I'm like, I'm fine. Like either way, it's the same shit. Whatever. Right. Doesn't doesn't really bug me. And I have one in Akron even now, especially moving closer. And even also, if I were the where I was originally living in Akron with my ex, I was gonna be like maybe five eight minutes away from the venue, mm-hmm. and that would have been like perfect for me. But you know, I like people like you know me, um, AW fan Allison, a handful of other ones here, us from Akron. We drive along, you know, at least that hour all the time. Right, end of the world. That that day was a fucking horrible fucking storm. I think it took me over well over an hour to get there. Same thing. Yeah, with, I think it, it added uh ten minutes of time for me. Yeah, something like that. So you have to go to one sh- like you're mad that there's one show. Like I mean, there's literally a dude saying he wasn't going to like he wanted to go because of Ricky Steamboat, but it's an actor and that's too far. Right, stupid fucking shit. I mean, and you got to also think that a lot of the. I wonder how many of these people are are bitching. That don't even go to Menor shows. Probably. Um, a friend of mine uh, is a concert promoter, and we've talked, and she's an East Sider also, and uh, we've talked about doing stuff around. And um, one of the things we were worried about is that West Siders don't drive; they don't travel, which is so true. They don't come over to the East Side at all. East Siders will drive all the fucking time; they don't give a shit. Mm-hmm. And that is so. It's that's the whole thing. I mean, that's it's whatever. People can fuck off. It's not that far. It's whatever. If you want to see the show that bad, you gotta you should just drive. Like just fucking carpool somebody. I've already told people to do so. So it's whatever. Otherwise, I don't know. Sit at home and putt off. I don't fuck them. Yeah, I think Ricky Steamboat is the perfect reason to you know come down. If like let's say it was the AIW debut of uh, Kevin Thorne. Okay, maybe not a huge deal. But this is Ricky Steamboat. Like, I'm not a huge Steamboat fan because when I was getting into wrestling, that was like the tail end of his career. But I, I do respect the fuck out of him, and I'm still gonna get a picture with him in his autograph. Right, right, exactly. So I don't, 
I don't understand. Especially it being so close. I mean, that's what I'm really excited about. But Yeah, I mean, it is what it men is. Men shows are 20 minutes for me, so I'm always, I'm never going to miss those for the most part. That's roughly what this show is going to be for me. 20 minutes. Exactly. Yeah. So I'm, I'm like I said, I'm excited. Anyway, let's move on. We've had like a long ass tangent, which is fine. This is what people listen to. Still, no one's suspicious about it. Uh, next up, we had Dominic Greeny versus All Ego, Ethan Page. And Dominic Greeny with his second victory over Ethan Page, catching him into an R bar. Dominic Greeny, the Jesus killer. What? <laughs> what? What? I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if we don't see Ethan Page for a while, partially because he has a baby coming. Mm-hmm. So might not see him till March or April. So loses two against Dom, helps Dom look really good. Dom's another fairly impressive re- uh, resume in AIW as of late. So yeah, makes sense to me. And I did say yeah. he was going to win. Oh, <laughs> uh, what did I say? I don't remember. I think... Oh. You should be writing that shit down. I'm bitch. going to no. I'm going to make an attempt. I kind of want to start uh, writing down everybody's picks and then just see how they did throughout the year. Mm-hmm. It takes a lot of work, and whether I want to sit down and put that much work into the the episodes. I'm doing I enough. Mean, I'm could, doing enough as is. Right. You could even do what what they do in like Observer, uh, Wrestling Observer for MMA fights. They they do picks for that, and they just have like all the people that are associated with the site send in picks. So like, I mean, you could just do send out like the main matches and or all the any of the matches that are that are announced obviously and uh mm-hmm. send it out to the to the, your regulars so like Caden myself Dustin other people that don't matter <laughs> <laughs> there's i mean i mean we got a lot of people coming on right but i'm saying you could do something like that and it, and it would be a uh, kind of cool and then you just do a spreadsheet with it or something to keep it easy. I know. It's just, I know I did a, I did a spreadsheet for a wrestling podcast where we were, I mean, it was like, we were talking about WWE and stuff. We did a whole year from WrestleMania to WrestleMania. I think and I, we did well, a couple years, but it was always from WrestleMania to WrestleMania was the season. Then you started over. It was just a pain in the ass. Well, if you do it spreadsheets, not that much of a pain. I mean, I don't know how to say. Well, then again, well, that was the spreadsheets that that part's easy. It's getting every getting everybody's picks in. Granted, with WWE, I mean, there was times it was like pay per view one week, pay per view two weeks from that, pay per view two weeks after that. So it was like constantly going back and forth. Well, you just do that with the with the uh, WWE of Cleveland, and you just do it with the Adub, and then it's easy. No, that's what we I would do. Right, 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 right. Like if I cover OCW, then I'm like, that's just me because not many other people go besides my girlfriend. Mm-hmm. But yep. Next up, match that I was looking forward to and i felt it, it delivered one of my favorite matches of the night the production magnum ck frankie flynn derek director and colby red versus no consequences aj gray joshua bishop trey lamar and gary the king balver quickly to go over how this ended was aj gray was going for uh it was a moonsault or whatever probably phoenix or something like yeah, that. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. And all of a sudden, the buzzer started going on and off, like for the basketball game. Everybody stopped. All of a sudden, Eddie Only comes out and ball. distracts AJ Gray. He comes out from underneath the ring. Yes. Um, he was, how long was he, he went there? In, he went in during intermission. Oh, damn. Yeah. I think I was there when we were talking with him, but I didn't catch when he went under. Yep. So that was a couple matches. Yep. That's pretty impressive. Yep. But uh, I, I like the whole thing about the production, and then you you add you add a new member, so that's now five, and 
Eddie only is the what I'm guessing to be the stage hand. Yes, he is. So I I was confirmed of that that is in fact is what he is, mm-hmm. and I love it because he just looks like a shitty stagehand, shitty tattooed up dude. Mm-hmm. I I would think this is the end for adding people. I could be wrong. I thought it was done at three. Then we added four. Now we've added five. I love it. Mm-hmm. I'm all I'm all for it. I'm all for it. It's all about the production's uh, playbill for this year. Should we should we get into that? Go ahead and read it. Um, the production did release their their playbill for the year. Uh, well, the theater of pro wrestling goals for 2018. They said the production to travel, the production to win tag gold, win AIW gold, win AIW tag gold, to hold all AIW gold at the same time, the production to be on Absolution, new production merch, the production versus to infinity beyond. The production versus the Young Studs. The production versus Ugly Ducklings. The production versus Weird World and Andy Williams. The production versus the Carnies. King of Trios. The production versus the Faces of Fear. The production <laughs> go to Canada. And the production go to England. <laughs> Just amazing. Uh, I suck and don't know who the Ugly Ducklings are. I've heard of them. That's the same. I didn't know if they were, like, a mega team or something like that. Probably easy to look up, but I'm not doing it right now because I only have my phone open, and I don't want to lose my place in results. Mm-hmm. But I've heard, the, I've, I've heard the name. I don't think they're mega. They're somewhat Midwest region, maybe maybe also in PA, but I, I it's one of those tag teams, like I said, I've heard of. Right. I'm curious to how many of those will come true. You wanted to see a tag team win all the gold in AIW could be the production. Yep. What if they add, if we have all these members, what if they add a, a leading lady? Very, very true. Very plausible. If they were going to add someone, that's who I think it would have to be a leading lady. Now, who? The fuck if I know. So it has to be somebody local and, and lesser known. I don't see them putting somebody like Brit in, so. No, I mean, Brit, Brit hasn't even been around as much lately. Mm-hmm. Um... God, the only person I can think of that's local that they could... Ooh, actually, I have two ideas. One, someone they have used. The other one, someone they haven't used, but it would make a lot of sense. The one they have used is Zoe Sky. Okay. Just because she's, she's local, you're going to get her very easily, and people know her. But if you want to go the opposite direction, no pun intended, is uh-huh. a wrestler out of Pittsburgh. I believe her name is Katie Arquette. I've seen the name. Just that name right there. Arquette, right. leading lady. Now, would AAW Booker? I have no idea. I know she's she's wrestled around this area, but I don't I don't know how many other places she's wrestled. But right. that, that's a name off the top of my head. But the other thing too, I mean, if we want women's wrestling, uh, we haven't had you know a GNO. It'll be in a it'll be a year in March, and I don't think we're having one. I think our right. G, our GNO is going to be we've got a dilemma. And granted, I know it's not GNO, but that's going to be your equivalent. Except it's, you know, one person. The, the same people are going to show up. Right. But more people exactly. will be showing up, too. So Yeah, because I'll actually go to the show for once. You don't go to GNOs? Nope. Is there a reason? I'll tell you off air. Okay. I just don't, I don't, I, I don't know. They usually don't book uh, wrestlers that I would care about. Mm-hmm. Um, I think one that I did care about was Shayna's debut. Otherwise, prior to that, no, okay. there wasn't anything. Since I've been coming back to AEW, there hasn't been anything that really stuck out. Like I, I, I know uh, Worldwide went to Sarah Del Rey's final 
Gno. That's something mm-hmm. that would have been interesting, but other but one. more recently, I there's not a big enough name for me. That's Plus, like, most of the fucking roster has been eaten up by WWE, anyways. That is the big thing too, since the last Gno. It, but over the past like year or so, they've mentioned how they wanted to build new stars because if you looked at older GNOs, you had wrestlers like Cherry Bomb, Veda Scott, um, Heidi Dobson, a handful of other uh, AK, and all these wrestlers all of a sudden like they now now they've become way bigger names. So it's like okay, we're gonna try to have less of those people. Like they're we're ha- happy for them, but let's create help create new stars. Well, that was the the whole thing is those those GNOs those all those girls kind of had a little bit of a name already, you know. So Alex, well, they had Veda early on. They had Heidi early on. They had Veda really early because I've mm-hmm. heard a, a podcast with her where she's like, "Yeah, they were one of the first companies to book me at all." Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, same thing with you know Heidi and Dobson. Like, okay, I didn't I, know Dobson was early on. I kind of figured Heidi may have been. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I my first GNO featured those two not featured they were in a match and at that time it was miss heidi versus crazy mary dobson and the only thing i could tell about crazy mary dobson is she i remember her arriving with pondo right and i went oh okay that's something yeah but it was early on in both of their careers and i mean now look at them they're fucking on smackdown yep was that a pun yep (laughs) anyway let's move on Jimmy Jacobs versus Joey Janela for the AIW Intense Championship, a match that was held under no DQ rules. No, 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 no. You gotta, you gotta specify how that was. It became under new. They, they, they agreed on it right as the match started, or yeah, something yeah. like that. Like it wasn't announced as that. Yeah. It turned out to be that. So yeah. And Joey Janela retained via package power driver through chairs. This was towards the end of the night where I was miserable. So I don't have many thoughts on some of these last last ones, minus the main event. Because I was just like, I wanted, not necessarily I wanted to leave. It was just, I wanted everything to be over. I was also kind of tired. You were done with it. Yeah. You were over it. Yeah. I was happy for everything, but I was just like, oh, uh, just mm, hurt. So Janela retains. Uh, I had fun watching it. Uh... There are some interesting spots. There's a, a few calls, callbacks to like to Kevin Owens stuff. Even I mean, even the finish to me was a was a straight up Kevin Owens homage because I remember when I first got into him. Well, when I first really got into him was in ROH when he came back after Cornette um, had him go and uh, he showed up at Hammerstein and had all those matches. And I remember seeing this this type of a chair spot for the first time. So they set up four chairs and two chairs on each side and then have them face each other. And then you stand up on top of it and he did a package pile driver through it. And that's what um, Jimmy Jacobs head took and for the pin. Uh, and yeah, so it was, it was a good match. There's hardcore. There's some crazy spots. I mean, whatever you you guess from a... a jacobs janela match so it was a good times um i hope uh jacobs knees good but i guess he did wrestle the next day so i guess it 
should be at least halfway decent. Yeah, I heard he was somewhat beat up. Yeah. So hopefully he, he heals up a little bit. But I'm, I'm feeling just ever since, you know, being released and coming back on the Indies, he's got to be busy as fuck because everybody wants him. Right. So next up, we had a rematch from Jaylet, Eddie Kingston versus Hot Sauce Tracy Williams. And we had gear Eddie for this match. Mm-hmm. And they're all these freaking tweets. Okay, yeah. Uh, Hot Sauce won via ref stoppage. Which was very, very crazy incident there at the end. Like, I, I think, like, Eddie kind of got, the, I don't know if he got his wind knocked out of him or something, but he didn't want to move. Yeah, his, um, I know in AAW, his neck has been part of a storyline. So, and they, they were doing a ton of Saido suplexes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Saido suplexes and then strong style no selling and stuff uh, for both of them. And so I think that that's what they were playing off of. Eddie was even holding his hand. And whenever you, your hand, you lose, your hand goes numb kind of when you mess up something in your neck. So that's how that was going. And, um, yeah, it was, it was a good match. It was, uh, very hard hitting. They are both from the same dojo. Mm -hmm. So that I like that that was a whole story that was told even after the match. Um, finally, somebody's put over that deserves to be put over after a match. Uh, unlike uh, two or three years ago when Don's kept on getting put over for no fucking reason. Um, <laughs> so uh, Eddie, Eddie put over Tracy as the best person ever come out of the mm-hmm. Chikara school or the school that they both went to. And um, he says, you're even better than I am. And uh, everything's true. And he'll, and he said he'll be doing big things. So it was just really good. Um, still wish that Tracy would have got the strap on him back at uh, Absol, but whatever. The world title is in book to make me happy. We were over that last week. You know yes, what? We I, I love how Absolution ended, obviously, which I've been over. But could we have had Tracy just hold on to his cash in? Oh, yeah. No, I said that from day one because I thought it was... The the cash in like two years in a row is mediocre. And um yeah, I thought it was a complete waste and they could have got another match out of it and it would have been way better. Well even and, even if like if the plan was for, you know, Gage to win it, why not have Tracy cash in after this point? Like what if he cashes in a gauntlet? What if you have him cash in maybe maybe add Jaylet one year later? Like that mm-hmm. beca- that becomes some sort of a match. Like have have yeah. him wait because I feel if that is the potential ending for where Tracy Williams can go, like fuck, like Nick Gage is going to be one of the best opponents. The only person other than Hot Sauce that I want, I'd really love to see for the two people is Dom, and probably the one who will beat Nick Gage is uh, Philly Tom Waller. Right. Yeah. And one one highlight of this match that has to be mentioned, it's not necessarily the match itself. Crazy things happen in wrestling, and sometimes you have to document them. And there was this little girl oh, yeah. who kept chanting, let's go hot sauce. And the crowd wasn't chanting with her, but what we did instead was clap with her. Like, you know, let's go hot sauce. So we went, you know, did the, the clapping part. And this went on for a little while. And I think she was having a ball. And then there was people out there maybe getting tired that or getting upset that someone else was getting attention. And they tried to start a let's go Eddie chant. And that got quickly booed. I don't think that it was that. I don't think that they were trying to be assholes to her. I think that they were just for Eddie. And that's why they, they did it. And then... I don't Everybody know. Just turned the fuck on them. It was hilarious. The one person I heard, though, it could be. Okay. 
the one person who's really loud at shows and likes to yell a lot. That's not me. Who gets yeah. drunk. Yeah, him. So yeah. that's the one that I heard first. Okay. So that's what I'm calculating up to. I gotcha. Even even in my pain, this was this was a fun match. The ending did kind of suck because of whatever Eddie went through. I say like his win got knocked down because he wasn't like he could still move. And I remember him saying something about like he got the wind was knocked out of him or something, uh-huh. or like he couldn't breathe briefly. So I think it was probably that, and then him being pissed that he lost the match, kind of thing. I'm just going back to him losing to Severin and then find, supposedly finding out that that was legit. Like Severin choked him out. Yep. That's fucking crazy. Next up was M Dog Matt Cross versus Gringo Loco versus Laredo Kid versus Candice LeRae. And. Candice went over. Candice, I'm looking. Did Caden miss? Yeah, Caden did not tweet who won that match. <laughs> Way to go, Caden. Way Good to one, go. Kaden. I mean, there, there's my pictures that I took of Grandma Cross, and then post match, you had. Candice LeRae giving a hug to not only Grandma Cross, first started off Grandma Cross, and then Mama Cross got in too. So it was a, it was a big group hug, and that actually got a lot of attention on Twitter, for especially for wrestling shows. 45 likes out of that fucker with five retweets. And there was also like a quote retweet from, from Candice, and that probably got a lot of love too. And I think that like, that even got quoted by uh, by Endog too. Her her quote retweet got quoted by Endog. I saw that, so... Um, good match, fun times. Uh, there's some animosity between M Dog and Candace there, and then they made up in the end. Mm-hmm. Um, and this good. is going to lead to a tag team. I said it in the middle of the match to AEW fan Kevin Watson. Fucking, we're gonna see Gringo Loco and Laredo Kid as a tag team, and they posted a picture together on Facebook after the show. I think this is going to be the new tag team. I can see that. I'm okay with that. The name that I would like for them, if we if we want to go with nostalgia, which a lot of teams like to do, it doesn't fit perfectly, but Wild and Crazy Kids. Well, yeah, a little bit. A little bit. I like it. That should have been included in the argument that uh, I was having with Derek. Damn it. Totally forgot about Wild oh, and Crazy Kids. Oh, yeah. For those who don't know, we were, we were talking about favorite game shows, Nickelodeon game shows. It was, what was it? Start off with Legends of the Hidden Temple? No, he's he's very pro guts. Yeah, he loves guts. And then then he was putting over Legends of Hidden Temple, and I told him shut up, kid. And I put over Double Dare. And I put over Nick Arcade because that was my favorite. And I and I also put that. Yeah, I also pop, I popped for that because I did love Nick Arcade and always wanted to be on it as a kid. It wasn't necessarily a game show, but I always kind of wanted to be on What Would You Do? Oh yeah, yeah. Um, then you have the offshoot or the other one that was. Uh, with with whatever some shares your last name Summers. What's her name? Now I know you're gonna say figure it out. I was never. I I watched that show, but I was never like huge on it. Was it figure out? Yeah. So that's was, the one that Sam Roberts was on then. Yeah. To wrap it back to wrestling, mm-hmm. and where he flicked a quarter off of his ankle or some weird shit. Something. Yep. But yeah, wild and crazy kids, and I, whenever I think of NES track and field, I think of that show because they they used it on like a game. Huh. <laughs> yeah, it ruled. And then we have the main event of Rulers of the World, Nick Gage versus Tim Dons for the AIW Absolute Championship. Nick Gage won via Chokebreaker. Uh, probably what, the, the second or third one that he hit that match? Some, yeah, something like that. Yeah, it was it was kind of whatever. Um, like I said, I'm very apathetic towards, uh, towards both of them, so... Well, apathetic towards one and don't like another, so it's 
it was whatever. Um, it was a long night, as I said earlier, with the whole um, EJ3 intermission going a little bit long. So it was a long night, and I, I felt that people were kind of dead on it. And then some other people were saying how they felt that, well, maybe they were dead on it because they thought that it was going to be a hardcore match when it when it wasn't until when it barely was actually. So I I like the story that they told, and it's, it's right. kind of is what I was saying going into it. You had there everything with them has been deathmatch so far, and Gage won. Well, Dons won the first. Gage won the second, and that was for the championship. So now we go into, you know, the rubber match. And right. Don says in his promo that, you know, he wanted it to be, you know, not deathmatch. I want it to be a regular wrestling match, which you're not going to see much wrestling, quote-unquote, from Gage, but you're going to see fighting, and that's what it was. It was much more of a brawling type of style. And mm-hmm. that part of the story I like, and it's what we wanted to see. I know, right. Like you said, you're not really a fan of either, but Don's lost. He's now has to be out of the title picture unless he were to go gauntlet or jail it route. But even that would give right. us time. So, okay, now who's Gage going up against? Some of the opponents we've talked about, you know, whether it be Eric Ryan, Dominic Garini, uh, Filthy Tom Lawler, Eddie Kingston. There, there's so uh, uh, Tracy Williams, too. I can't forget him. So many uh, those type of opponents where we don't necessarily have to go deathmatch, except for Ryan, Eric Ryan, but we can still have a, just two people who could brawl, who could have fight. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm, I'm interested to see where, where we're going to go now. Well, the one that, it, and the people that I was, was talking to, the one that a lot of people want is it to be Filthy Tom. And I, and I'm very much in that, that, uh, that group. So, yeah. What if it's Filthy Tom versus Nick Gage at Absolution? And then Matt Riddle comes. No, I'm kidding. Ha! There's always that. Everybody has that, that scenario. Matt Riddle is the CM Punk of AIW. No, because I see CM Punk going back to the Fed before that. Because <laughs> Vince McMahon always forgives. John Thorne, on the other hand, not quite so much. <sighs> and it doesn't matter because um, uh, Filthy and and Riddle have done a bunch and are doing stuff in the future. So it, the important, the specialness of it is out the window. Riddle could help him. It's still not going to happen. No, and that's why I said I was joking at first. So. Uh, yeah. So so how did you feel about this match? Like I said, I don't really care. Not until somebody gets a title that I care about, will I care about the heavyweight title or the absolute title. So well, it, it's just whatever. Um, yeah, just there. Do you have any like final thoughts or anything for the for the show as a whole? That was fun. It was a little long, uh, which the shows lately haven't been that long. Uh, for the most part, they've been uh, uh, slimmed down since Biggins uh, left. And, and I think that they were trying to do that pre-Biggins, too. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, it was a little long, but there were a lot of fun stuff in it. And uh, the Sid stuff. Oh, we forgot to mention the best part of this. Uh, one of the best parts of the Sid things was uh, Gregory Iron using his handicapped hand to do the fist bump. But instead of just instead of bumping fists, you were bumping the top of his hand, mm-hmm. and so it was like he had it he had it his hand clutched out, and then you were just pretty much going uh, wrist wrist to to bump, and it was I lost my shit, and it was hilarious. So yeah, what would you rate this show? Um, uh, let's see, I give it a seven. Uh, seven with the two standout matches being the the two huge tags 
Mm-hmm. So the production tag and then the SID the SID tag. I give it I give it around there. I'm at six six and a half. Right. Like I said, it's it's kind of lower because of just not being comfortable for the show and whatnot. But I well, like, you can't keep you can't put that into into account either. But it's it's I, how I I don't know it's kind of, even even if a show's like too hot like that t- kind of takes away of a show for me. But right. I, I'm I'm I don't that's only probably knocking it like a little bit. I but so, do you, if you if but if you go to a show that's that's just right, do you would you so you would rate it higher? So if you go to a WWE show, are you gonna rate it higher because it's in a temperature con- climate controlled? Like that's why I just don't think it matters. I, it's all about the quality of the show rather than the stuff around. Like I go to concerts and I'm not gonna say oh, a concert's a lesser concert because it's hot in there. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's me. I liked. Well, even I should say, but I think what it is is how I feel about the show coming out of it, and sometimes that could that discomfort can take away from my enjoyment so it's hard for me to gauge like okay if i didn't have this how would i feel right i i I agree with the matches that you said i still enjoyed the main event and also the open challenge it's not necessarily what i expected it i kind of wanted it to be some of the teams because we talked about a lot of teams like some sort of surprise return it wasn't really a surprise return Mm -hmm. but what they did with it I i was very happy and you know you know they to infinity beyond lost so that's something that people have wanted for a while. But I think maybe also the length, too. Maybe it wasn't just necessarily my discomfort, but the length, too. So if it is longer and I'm in that discomfort, that didn't help. But I, I, I say it's a, a slightly above average um, Mount Carmel I, if, show. If we were giving it letters, I'd give it a C. Yeah, I think I'd give it about a C, C+. Plus. Yeah. Where I think there's been better Mount Carmel shows, but it necessarily didn't disappoint. I didn't walk out of there going there, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Which I've definitely done in the past when Dons goes over in the title <laughs> picture, <laughs> and I throw a, a I throw a chair and I walk out. <laughs> How many times have you done that? A handful, just a handful. You know, no biggie. All right. Any final thoughts or last minute plugs as we wrap the show up? Uh, looking forward to the new year with AI Dub um, and wrestling in general. Um, if you want some rest wrestling shots that i've taken uh go ahead and hit up my instagram set tab photo um also follow me on twitter at set tab photo and at ed battis uh check out my website set tab photo.com and yeah that's about it um yeah that's sweet dudes and of course, you can find myself at Heavyset330 on Twitter. You can find this show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Facebook.com slash Resting Cheers. Twitter.com slash Resting Cheers. And Instagram.com slash Resting Cheers. And email Resting Cheers at gmail.com. Please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn, YouTube, Spotify, and Podbean. I'm going to stress the YouTube because I'm trying to get 100 subscribers on there before, so we can get a custom URL, and we haven't had that yet. So if you can, go subscribe. And of course, I don't plug it enough, and I should. I'm a dumbass for not plugging it. But if you want a Wrestling Cheers shirt, hoodie, tank top, a onesie, if you so choose to put your child in that, head on over to What a Maneuver and pick yourself up a Wrestling Cheers shirt. Eventually, I'm going to have commercials, but I'm working on getting them because I don't want to do them. Because I don't know if I mentioned on the show before that I don't like it when people host a podcast and then they do their own commercials because it sounds so fucking stupid. So I have friends who have offered to do them. 
and I'm just just taking time. I also have another commercial I'm working on for the show that we're going to play, but that person also has to get me the audio. But that's a that's a long story, and if you're listening, get me that audio, fucker. Um, and, of course, check out all the wonderful shows on the Training Topics Network, such as All Beer Inside, European Uppercut, The Tuts Experience, Luchat, What's on Fight, Eurovision Showcase, Legend on Siren Radio, Old School at the Movies, View from the Fourth Row, and much much more and check out all our podcast friends such as macho man radio chris clem's Cavs cast wingcast a wingman podcast with steve guy let the hate flow through you with jeremy Shear and el Hordano diablo pod van dam the road home from wrestling the official graphic designer of wrestling cheers moy boy designs check out thrift store jobber on ebay instagram etsy twitter there's other maybe pinterest I don't know. There's just no Swaggle told him to get Pinterest. Um, <laughs> check out our friends at Rebel Life Media and Northeast Ohio Sports Insiders. And that will do it for us here on Wrestling Cheers, where everybody knows your name. Yep. <laughs> we'll go with that later. Making your way in the world today takes everything you got Taking a break from all your worries sure would help a lot Would you like to get away? Sometimes you want to go where everybody knows your name Sorry.